0: Welcome to the podcast and thank you for tuning in. I am your host Michelle Adra and I am a curious soul that, like many others, wants to live my best life. Here I am talking about subjects that go beyond the clouds, such as what is EFT tapping? Why are we depressed? What is shadow work? Are tarot cards to be trusted? What diet is best for humans? Are our fears valid? What did Socrates have to say about life? and much much more. Join me in my thoughts as we go beyond infinity. This is the Beyond the Clouds podcast. Hello beautiful soul, my name is Michelle Adra, thank you so much for tuning in. In the previous episode I was talking about stagnation and about personal block, but this episode however is a bit different. I want to talk about the philosopher known as Socrates. I believe that by looking back and understanding what leading people, such as teachers of different kinds, taught their community before, well, before my time, can open up our minds and make us see things in a different light, and also help us understand the events that occurred in a time, well, much different from our own. Much can be said about Socrates' life, but I want to focus on the more philosophical part of his story and not the early years as a soldier, for example, even though he was supposed to have been a pretty good one. So keep listening if you, if you too want to le- learn more about Socrates, the philosopher. There are a lot of uh, books and documentaries and so on about Socrates, but my absolute favorite is to watch the documentary series called Genius of the Ancient World. It's the second episode where they focus a lot more on Socrates. And the host for the show is called Bethany Hughes, and I absolutely love her. So that's a huge recommendation if you want to know a bit more in detail about this philosopher. Socrates was a philosopher in the ancient Greek and was during his life seen as very controversial. He was known for questioning everything and everyone. And in one way that can be looked at as something really good I'm wondering if, considering the time, should he have questioned exactly everything? I'm sure, as we know, if we've read anything about Socrates, it did put him in in some sort of troubles now and then, or at least he wasn't very well-liked by many, because, I mean, he questioned everything, the wisdom of others, sometimes the gods, and I don't know, maybe he didn't see where he was crossing the line there. Did he cross the line? Well, all we really know about Socrates is what other people have written down about him. Because he never wrote anything down himself. He was against it. So mostly, what we know about Socrates has been written down by his, one of his students, called Plato. Because of this reason, we might never really be able to come as close as we would like to truly understand the man that Socrates was what was really hiding deeply into, in his mind. Sometimes, however, we need an objective perspective. Sometimes that might just be possible for someone else. But was Plato really objective enough when he was talking about his teacher, Socrates? I guess we can only ask without never really knowing for sure. Socrates was interested in life questions like, why are we here? What is justice? And what is happiness? He didn't care about looks because he considered true beauty being within and in the human who fed their souls with knowledge. Being wealthy and good-looking on the outside but not caring to know more about true kindness or justice was not considered true beauty in his methods or in his mind. Socrates walked the streets of Athens barefoot and not very clean. He was apparently bold but hairy everywhere else and had a big beard. People considered him ugly and he was considered arrogant and was later even mocked in place. When the description of Socrates is mentioned I always, for some reason I go to these Buddhist monks. They also go around barefoot and like Socrates they don't really have a job outside of their philosophical teachings. Socrates did not have a job and therefore earn no money, and spend the days talking to people and drinking with friends. He had apparently three sons, and he was married with a woman named Santipe. He was around 50 years old when he married her, and his kids were not that influenced by, by the father, apparently. And I can't help then by asking, why did he get married? It doesn't seem to have been out of love. In fact, Socrates was in love with someone else. A younger man called Alcibiades. Nothing romantic says to have happened between them two, but still, it couldn't have been like good news for his wife. And did he get married to her because she was apparently wealthy? Because she had money? Because apparently her family might have been pretty rich or at least above average. She did not need him for his money. So why did she marry him? Because of Maybe his beautiful mind or brain? I don't know. I don't feel like I've really seen or read or heard any good answer to these questions. Just made me curious. Socrates believed that there is or was one ultimate good and therefore only in his belief what he considered good was the one thing that could save the soul. And that takes us in a bit uh, into the method of Socrates. So instead of questioning the world, Socrates thought it was better to questioning ourselves. For Socrates, if a student or a person had a question for him, he often responded with another question in the hope of that this person or student would come to an understanding or an answer themselves. Socrates talked to anyone who cared to be talked to who cared to talk to him and mostly there were a lot of young people who wanted to pick his brain every time Socrates went into a conversation he always started by saying that he knew nothing when others claimed that they were wise and knew a lot of things his met- method then was to keep asking them a lot of questions about things that they th- thought they knew. And soon enough, he felt that these people weren't that wise at all, or at least not wiser than him. But the difference between, between him and the people that he talked to was that he went in with this, I guess, spirit of saying, I know nothing. And many people who he talked to, they claimed to know much more than what they truly did, and therefore he considered himself the wiser one in the end. It is a bit hypocritical, in my opinion. Even though Socrates claimed he knew nothing going into these conversation, I don't think it added up with the way he was acting or the way he moved himself. Because there are more than one way to communicate, right? You can communicate with words and say, yeah, you know, no, I know nothing. But if you act in an arrogant way or if you walk around and in a way living like you know more than others, doesn't that really in a way say that you do know more than you than others? I don't know. For me, it sounds a little bit cake on cake. I, I can't, <laughs> I don't even know if that's a saying. but. Maybe just me, maybe just me. So, many of us might have heard how Socrates died. He was in Athens and he was accused of, uh, well, for once, corrupting the youth and therefore sentenced to death. But there was a lot of things that led to this point in his life. He was about 80 years old when he was sentenced to die and he had to drink a poisonous drink and he spent his last day not to think about a way how to flee or get a, get out of this situation but he spent it with friends and he had some drinks and then he drank this poison drink and before he drank this poison drink he even tried to ask a few questions about it but then the executioner just said please just drink the just drink it <laughs> so very, very special character, this Socrates, I must say. I mean, he wasn't perfect. He was very far from it. But he did dare to ask questions, even though he was uncomfortable. And I think that's one good lesson for us to know, or to take with us today, that even though things might be feeling a bit uncomfortable, it's better sometimes to know than not knowing at all. Socrates considered that a life unexamined was a life not worth living. He believed that the truth self was the soul, the psyche. All people are seeking happiness, but Socrates thought that only a very good soul would ever find it. And knowing what is truly good mean we would all act properly. Many people fall into traps of things that are shiny and beautiful on the outside, but That's not always the case, and therefore many people are not happy because we're searching for happiness in things around us instead of within. I believe that Socrates was right when he considered too many of us are focusing on the shallow wealth and beauty of of the world. It is still going on today. I believe he was right to dig deeper into the mind in his search to find true happiness. And to ask uncomfortable questions is an absolute must for anyone who wants to grow and to get to know one's true self. What would you ask yourself if you dare to be uncomfortable? Have you even asked yourself why it is uncomfortable in the first place? And if you do ask yourself an uncomfortable question, what did it then do to you once you dared to ask? Did the answer scare you? Or did it set you free? That's all I had to say in this episode. I would appreciate it enormously if you could share this podcast with anyone around you, if you find find something here that others might like. If you though have any thoughts or questions that you want to ask me or maybe you want me to add in these episodes, please email me on hey at michelleadra.sc. That's a Swedish hey, H-E-J at michelleadra.sc. Love and good vibes. Talk to you next time. Bye.